Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to the Triangles Meditation Group, a weekly webinar held each Monday at this time. The purpose of our webinar is twofold, to introduce the work of triangles to people who are new to it and to aid them in the forming of triangles, and also to establish a platform whereby people who are already members of triangles can come together each week to participate in a meditative alignment in the support and strengthening of the planetary network. Triangles is a simple visualization technique using the power of thought and prayer to uplift and transform consciousness. The work is simply the establishing of a line of lighted, loving communication between three people who agree to vivify that triangular link every day. Three people linked together mentally, spiritually, and in a spirit of goodwill to all humanity. Their triangle is then placed within the larger planetary network of triangles, and as the network is visualized, the great invocation is sounded to release and circulate spiritual energies throughout the network and into the consciousness of humanity, touching all open hearts and minds that can respond to spiritual stimulation when it is released into the atmosphere. Triangles need only take a few minutes each day and can therefore be fit into even the busiest of schedules. So, as we often do, we'll begin with a brief visualization, followed by a sounding of the mantra. So let's take a moment to link with each other and with the worldwide group of Triangles members. Now let's visualize the planet surrounded by a network of light, the planetary etheric body. Visualize within this network a star composed of the five planetary centers. In the center of that star, visualize the group of world servers as a sphere of radiating, lighted energy. Now 
and visualize that sphere overshadowed by a star of the Christ and a disc reflecting the seven major ashramic groups. in turn inspired by the center of Shambhala. See the energies radiating from the central sphere through the five points of the planetary star, London, Darjeeling, New York, Geneva, Tokyo. Visualize these released energies enlivening small groups, gathering everywhere, aiding them to focus and direct the energies into the consciousness of all humanity, solving its problems, creating right human relations, restoring peace on earth. Radiance are we and power. We stand forever with our hands stretched out, linking the heavens and the earth, the inner world of meaning and the subtle world of glamour. We reach into the light and bring it down to meet the need. We reach into the silent place and bring from thence the gift of understanding. Thus with the light we work and turn the darkness into day. So we're working today on the second day of distribution of the energies of the Virgo full moon. And part of our practice in the full moon approach to the hierarchy involves, as you know, building into human consciousness the particular qualities of the zodiacal sign under consideration. We can do this by building thought forms, using our creative imagination, and coordinating our efforts with the rhythms of the soul and thereby serving with greater effectiveness. 
and service, our theme today, is a key quality of the sign Virgo, which governs in the house of labor. The service is wide-ranging under this sign, multifaceted, facilitated by the immensity of the energies pouring through the great constellational life, feeding and nourishing all life, bringing to birth that which has long been hidden, redeeming that which has been fallow, and focusing the attention upon that which is immediately present. The energy could be said to bring about a recognition of the God of small things found within the routines and duties of the daily life, which sometimes are given short shift in the rush to do that which our present civilization seems to value, one's job, one's position in life, one's creativity. Today, such conditions are contributed to by our language, which makes distinctions in our thinking and our living that ancient peoples did not suffer from. Sanskrit, for example, is a rich language where each word can convey a multitude of meanings. And it's interesting to consider that the word for present, for the present moment, in Sanskrit is the same as the word for living, for life itself. Perhaps this was a reflection of the quality of living of the people in that ancient time under the inspiration of the ancient wisdom which had its root there on our planet. When spiritual seekers were encouraged to tune themselves with the presence flowing through all life. Virgo reminds us that that which is to be revealed does in fact lie all around us and within us. It's said to be the secret of the form life. Virgo reminds us of this God that is to be found in all the small things and calls us to appreciate these things that can so easily pass unnoticed and unappreciated if we become too focused on the big picture. We might say, therefore, that service in Virgo starts with the attention to that which is of the little picture, but as it morphs and blends with the universality of its opposite sign of Pisces, it presents a wonderful synthesis pervading the entire universe with a fragment of itself, it remains an embodied being ever retaining its individuality. As we know, the theme of this sign is one of the most important of all the 12, as its intention underlies the entire theme of the evolutionary process within the planet. This system as well as beyond, which is the bringing to birth of the inner divinity through the medium of form. For ages, the form has existed without any inner stirring, remaining rather inert and unresponsive to the spiritual aspects of life. 
but after many rounds of existence and many trials which living always brings, eventually this influence of Virgo creates those conditions wherein the individual begins the long, long journey back to the source. Virgo prepares the soil, so to speak, and it is only as the soil is prepared that the seeds can begin to germinate. It appears that the lessons and qualities of Virgo parallel quite closely those of our earth and the intention which our Logos had when he first came to embody this planet. It said that intention which persists to this day is and was to redeem substance. It said that because of the failure of the previous system, you might say his previous incarnation, the task set before him was challenged as he had to meet the goal within a more limited time frame. The long, slow, and rather gentle evolutionary process that is generally the norm on other planets had to be accelerated on Earth, and thus the implementation of that forcing process known as initiation. And as we succeed in this initiatory stimulation, surely our planet can begin to serve as a model for other planets and a tightening up of the whole process for the system. The success of this process of rapid evolutionary development instituted by the Logos was demonstrated by the Christ, who in the ancient books is known as the first flower upon the human plant. He stands as a model to us all. He's the planetary avatar. An avatar is the ideal individual who embodies within himself the particular qualities and gifts that are a reflection of the best a planet has to offer. Surely avatars on other planets have different qualities, but since he is our avatar, we can study what we know of him in order to follow his path. But what we see and understand of this great teacher is really rather limited. We cannot really appreciate who and what he embodied. Only those who work with an expanded understanding of such things can truly comprehend the majesty and almost, you might say, the miracle of his achievement. He said that no one has ever achieved such a rapid evolutionary development as he. And what was his primary message? To love and serve, and to do so with humility and in communion with others. The esoteric keynote for Virgo is Christ in you, the hope of glory. During this time, our inner lives are powerfully stimulated. And as a result, we can experience a flowering forth of our spiritual self. The Logos is now approaching another time when he can smile at the success of his efforts, his intention set forward all those many years ago. 
with the advent of the new group of world servers, which will be given another jolt this December with the festival week. Capturing the momentum of this earth energy of this period, young climate activists everywhere are organizing a global climate strike this coming Friday, September 20th, and then again celebrating the UN Climate Action Summit through September 27th here in New York. One can sense the planetary adrenaline arising. When such coordinated efforts by millions of people come together to support the earth, we can be sure that it is a powerful indication of a process being set in motion that's serving to align the will of a new generation with the planetary plan. It is a movement that is asking us to all live simply so that others may simply live. So let's now work together with our visualization. Linking in thought as a soul, a point of love and light with all those people throughout the world who are working with this Triangles Meditation Group. Now we invoke the spiritual will. center of the will of God, I stand. Naught shall deflect my will from his. I implement that will by love. I turn towards the field of service. I, the triangle divine, work out that will within the square and serve my fellow men. Using the creative imagination, link with two other points of light to create a triangle of light. Visualize the triangle in which you are working as an essential part of the Radiant Worldwide Triangles Network.
hold the consciousness immersed within the light of the group soul, the heart of love which underlies and infuses the network. Now lift your consciousness to the world teacher who stands as the heart of love at the center of the spiritual hierarchy and also at the heart of each triangle. Hold the group mind open and receptive to the inpouring energy of love. Visualize light and goodwill circulating around the triangles from point to point and flowing out through the network into the hearts and minds of men and women everywhere, healing and transforming human consciousness and establishing right human relationships.
Visualize the whole planet alight with triangles. See new triangles being formed everywhere. Prior to sounding the great invocation, let's pause to consider the work that will be done by the words as they're poured out. And let us visualize the network acting as a link between the world of spiritual realities and humanity, as a channel through which light, love, and divine purpose may flow into human consciousness. from the point of light within the mind of God. Let light stream forth into human minds. Let light descend on earth. From the point of love within the heart of God, let love stream forth into human hearts. May the coming one return to earth. From the center where the will of God is known, let purpose guide all little human wills, the purpose which the masters know and serve. From the center which we call the human race, let the plan of love and light work out and may it seal the door where evil dwells. Let light and love and power restore the plan on earth.
Thank you, everyone. And now we come to the third part of our time together, where if anyone would like to share their impressions on the theme of service or any themes related to that topic or triangles, um, you can do so by raising your hand and I can unmute your microphone or you can post a comment in the chat box. One of the interesting things that I have reflected upon is one of the comments that the Tibetan has made. I believe it's in the Discipleship in the New Age books where he says that increasingly as the seventh ray comes into manifestation, that increasingly humanity will assume the role of um, sort of the role of synthesizing all three of the lower kingdoms with itself so that there will be a synthesis um, through humanity's ability to radiate spiritual energy. So I, I think that this whole energetic movement towards climate change is, is really uh, an indication that humanity is precipitating that responsibility for taking responsibility for the lower kingdoms. And it's, it's a, a really beautiful manifestation. So Clint writes, at what time in history was humanity more advanced than now? You said at Sometime in your, in our ancient history, there was access to the ageless wisdom teachings. I assume humanity was more advanced then. What happened to change things? Well, actually, um, that's an interesting point that I have also been thinking about, but it's not really reflected in what I said in this uh, presentation. But um, I was just simply mentioning that in ancient India, there was a time um, when there were ashramic groups on the physical plane. As you know, um, spiritual teachers were living and teaching small groups. Um, and so those fortunate few who were the recipients of the, that direct communication with a, a teacher um, they were the ones who had this somewhat rarefied um, ability to live in a sacred space while in incarnation. And now we know that because of the many number of individuals who are preparing for initiations, the teachers have withdrawn from actually taking students on the physical plane. And even from the ashrams, they're no longer really taking so many students, um, it's really up to members of humanity to train the aspirants and 
those entering on the path of discipleship through such uh, schools and teachings as the Arcane School and through the Tibetans' work and other groups. So um, we really don't have that kind of situation now, and, and we're approaching a time of group initiation, as you know. So it's a very different uh, time, but one that's also exceedingly um, interesting and fortunate. Okay. Um, Malia writes, um, thank you for this stirring message. I loved your reference to us living simply so that others may simply live. Yeah, that's such a true statement. I'm not sure who said that. I don't know if it was Gandhi. I didn't really check, but I know somebody said that. <laughs> and it's uh, and it's interesting when you look at the the young people today who are organizing these uh, climate strikes. They're taking that injunction as part of their um, their way of life. Yeah. The leader so far, you know, um, Greta Thunberg, she, she definitely um, is on a path of minimalism. And I think it's interesting in a world where, in the West at least, we have so much, but many young people are consciously, um, I guess you could say, turning their backs on the materialistic society in which they've grown up and are in their way, seeking nothing, asking nothing, hoping nothing for the separated self. It's a high injunction, but perhaps if we start with our physical plane lives and then parallel it with um, applying that teaching to all three of our lower vehicles and into our souls, which are naturally living in that state at all times, and as we become more united with that soul impulse, this simplicity of living, which will be one of the keynotes of the Aquarian Age, um, can start to demonstrate now. Thanks, Suzanne, for your comment. And um, uh, Sam, who I don't think is Sam, but I forget, Rebecca, maybe. <laughs> Thank you, love, light, and gratitude. Uh, gratitude for this triangles group. Thank you. It wouldn't exist without all of you who are here to ground the energies. Uh, Janice writes, was Buenos Aires once one of the planetary centers? Not one of the five, but uh, it certainly is a, an important center within South America. You might be thinking of the fact that the Lucis Trust once had a headquarters there in Buenos Aires, but it, it was, it's not a major planetary center, but we know that there are, are minor centers and certainly it's, a, it's a, a major center within Argentina and perhaps within South America. Uh, Michael writes that someone on Facebook live stream would like to know what is the Sanskrit term that means both present and life that was mentioned in the talk. Well, I didn't write down the actual Sanskrit word, but if you 
give me your email address, I can send it to you because I think I could find it again. But it's just uh, the point I was trying to make was that in in that ancient language, the idea of living in the present would have been more solidified into human consciousness, at least into that consciousness of that part of the world, by the fact that the word for the present moment was also synonymous with the word for life, living. So it would have, you know, makes a difference, our language. Uh, Joanna White says the quote was from Gandhi. That's good. Interesting, I've been sort of thinking about how this movement um, ignited by many people, but now spearheaded for the young by um, this young woman from, from Sweden, Greta Thunberg, how in a sense it does have a sense of a feel like Gandhi, someone who just has a really strong determination and strong ability to mobilize people. Uh, it's, just, it's just an interesting parallel. But this is a, a movement that's global because the problem is, as we know, global. Uh, James writes, I liked your description of the network of groups connected in to the five-pointed star of the five planetary inlets. It reminded me of the 17 SDGs and how these goals are interconnected with many of these service groups. So one could see the colors and symbols of those goals infusing these intentional connections, creating vast, a vast tapestry of light, color, and intention. That's, that's beautiful, James. Thank you. It reminds me of something that, I don't know if you've seen the SDG pin that you can get at the United Nations and probably can get it online. Some people here in New York have, that pin is sort of like a circle with an opening in the center. And some people have taken to putting within that center opening the triangles uh, pin that we have, which I haven't announced in a while. So if any of you would like the triangles pin, please just let us know and we'll be happy to send you as many as you need. It's a good outreach tool for triangles. But yeah, it's very interesting to see that uh, triangles network pouring through the SDGs, distributing, uh, the helping to facilitate the plan on Earth. Um, Suzanne writes, yes, Greta is a young old soul for, for global warming. I heard her interview. Yeah, I heard an interview. It was interesting because in a way, not only is she a spokesperson for the young and for this global activist movement, but she's also a spokesperson for people with disabilities because um, she spoke openly about her Asperger's syndrome and the fact that she considers it her secret weapon um, because as many of you probably know, people with Asperger's tend to be very focused and intent on, on whatever it is that uh, takes their interest. And so she, since she's been a climate change activist since the age of seven, really, she says that this secret weapon has really served to um, get her through some challenges, challenging times in her, in her own life. Uh, and so it's interesting. 
Uh, Ellie writes, there's a slow remembering happening en masse that everything has a soul, whether a molecule or a galaxy. Yeah, I think that's um, really one of the messages of Virgo, right? This stimulation of this soul that is in all things. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, there's someone with a hand raised. Is well, that... I was just going to say there's somebody on Facebook that has a question, if I could relay it to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> they ask, oh, goodness, I just lost it. She, they ask, how can we better serve the plan as we come closer to the 2019 winter solstice? Well, we like that question because that's really one of our focus points right now. Um, you might have heard that we've just um, posted a a new website, www.festivalweek.org. And we're asking all individuals and groups throughout the world who are planning events in their area to post, uh, to send us their information and we'll post it on that page. But also, really, when we've thought about it here, I think there are two main, two main activities that we can undertake. One is, of course, observing the full and new moon. And as you might know, those are a five-day uh, approach, two days prior to the full moon, the day of safeguarding, and the two days subsequent to the full moon. So if you can implement that um, discipline in your life each month, working with the energies of the sign, um, working with the great invocation, which is our most powerful tool, really, for preparing for any spiritual event, um, that can really um, bring us under the current of the powerful energies that are pouring in now that are related to this festival week. Um, you might also want to distribute a video, um, which we will post on our Facebook page shortly. It's a, it's a video that we've shown on this webinar a couple of weeks ago that is a tool for outreach to let more people know, because the more people who at least can link up in consciousness, whether or not they can attend an event or not, the more readily will these inpouring forces be given uh, anchorage on our planet and help precipitate a further acceleration of this um, period in which we're working towards 2025. And then in the daily life, we always suggest that people link up at 12 noon and five o'clock in the afternoon, wherever they are, and use, uh, at noon, we have a mantra called the Noontime Recollection, which focuses on the heart and the Christ and stimulates our, the impulse to give. And then at five o'clock, there's another mantra, mantra of the new group of world servers. And if you don't have copies and don't know about these mantras, you can uh, write to us and we'll send you copies or we'll post them on Facebook. Uh, very um, simple things that we can do. So uh, there's, okay, Anne. Hello, Anne. Anne, did you have your hand raised? Hello? Nope. Maybe she had to leave. Okay. Um, um, BB writes, thank you for the file. I can translate in French the file and send the translation to three French Triangles members. Thank you. That's great. We also have that video that I just mentioned is now available in French. 
it's on the Monadic Media site on YouTube. Um, and it's very beautifully done by some coworkers from the Geneva office. Camille writes, perhaps I missed it, but what are the five planetary inlets? Uh, they are London, Darjeeling, New York, Geneva, and Tokyo. Those are given out in the teachings as the planetary chakra, the prim primary planetary chakra system. And thank you, Michael, for posting the um, Festival Week website link. Isabel writes, maybe you might also read Cosmic Fire, page 503, in relation to the triangle's work. Okay. That's, I, I presume you're saying that for the person on uh, Facebook. I don't have, really have access to that book right now. Um, and thank you, Michael, for posting the link to Otter Triangle's pins. Um, and you can just uh, do that. Uh, I misunderstood, from Camille, I misunderstood and imagined a five-pointed star or planetary, planetary inlets to meditate upon. Uh, yeah, that's correct. Five-pointed star, yes. All right. And um, Michael also posted a link to the Noontime Recollection. So thank you. Thank you all. Really um, value your participation in these weekly meetings. So we'll close with just a moment of silence, preceded by some birds singing with us. Thank you, everyone.